So Besky, Rain, Ariadne, and Kaz. You are in the middle of this. What was, what appeared to be an abandoned ship. Though quickly you found this angered spirit that kept relaying this message uh, as you began to fight it um, in an attempt to protect Blossom cause cast protection from evil and good uh, which gave Blossom the added strength that she needed to eject this spirit that has been living within her um, since you've known her as it emerged this cold and necrotic energy shot out affecting all of you this shadowy figure with this floating skull and green energy floating throughout it um, appeared in front of you seemed to give last words of some sort of some sort of threat to blossom um, absorbed the ghost that you were fighting and and engaged you specifically cause mm. as blossom falls lifeless to the floor and as as this um, now torn apart room uh, from this fight the glass is shattered in the back um, where Besky and Ariadne have come in Rain has been knocked unconscious, though has just been um, revitalized by one of Kaza's spells. This witch bolt flies out from Ariadne and slams into this creature as it as it hits Kaz with this strange uh, magical um, mace. Um, Besky, it is your turn. So we see. I see both Rain and Blossom. Unconscious, right? Uh, Rain's back up. Rain is back up. Uh, yeah. You there's they're stirring at this point, so yes. All right, but Blossom probably to me looks like they're so she's gone. Everything's happened really fast, but yeah, given what just happened to her, she's very lifeless. And all right, you don't see at least at a glance, you don't see her chest rising and falling or anything like that. Yep. So I am going to. Cast Revivify on her. I'll bonus action. I don't think I have any concentration spells up. Oh, no, I have it on our flight. Does flight matter anymore now that we're both here? Probably not. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I will, now that we're both safely on board, I will break concentration on my flight and put Hex on the spirit for... Uh, there is the straits of strength, dexterity, constant. Do you have Do you have enough spell slots to do that? Uh, yeah, because uh, I didn't. Uh, I should. I was gonna preface my ring of spell storing. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna make it the the thing that I store in it always be fly because it's like gotcha. one that I've been almost casting every episode. Yep. And it's like one of the easiest oh shits other than counterspell, but counterspell is like not what I'm unless there's a specific reason I would store it. I think I'll always default. Okay my fly onto my ring of spell story. Okay. Sounds good. Um, if that works yep, for you. Absolutely. Moving forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just remember that I said that so you know I don't get away with like changing that up but I, I think because of the amount of times I've used fly since I've had it um, and not in a game breaky way hopefully. No. That makes total sense. No it's all been mm-hmm. situationally 100% helpful. Yeah. I, I, most of the time I'm casting flies to get to people who, who <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Is that the name of this episode? Is that the name of this episode? Like they fucked around and immediately found out. That, that's immediately. The, those are the those are the um, verbal components. That's what's on my family crest. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck around and find out. Besky every time every time flies cast Besky just says oh, they fucked up again. <laughs> it just starts floating. God, these damn motherfuckers. <laughs> One time I'm just gonna like slowly float away, just salve my shoulder something. Like I gotta go. Ben I gotta Affleck get these motherfuckers. Be, uh, cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Oh God. Except it's like with a somatic handcuff. <laughs> oh I think the somatic uh. handcuff is the is like just taking your, just the forehead slap. <laughs> um, can you Besky, describe? Where did you pick up smoking cigarettes? Well, you see it now. <laughs> um, can you describe revivify what what it would look like as you cast it? Uh, yeah. So I'll get. Uh, I will be on my knees, like right at the top of, like. Blossom's crown, like, you know, right snug up against them. Um, and I'm going to kind of place the uh, the diamond on top of um, Blossom's chest. And then I'm just going to, I'm going to let go of the the, uh, 
the diamond. It's kind of just going to spin in, in, you know, floating space right there. Um, and I will look up towards the the celestial heavens, even though we're inside a room, but that's where my head is going to go. Um, and I'll also hold my spear, like, you know, horizontal. And uh, you're going to see stars kind of go and um, touch the spear the diamond and the diamond is going to shatter into like basically like from it being clear and translucent upon shattering it goes into crimson and blood and it just like splashes down onto Blossom's chest and then the blood kind of seeps through the clothes into uh, Blossom and uh, yeah and then my staff is still kind of like you know like the the nice little curtainy waterfalls of like sparkles that you see in like various things like that effect that's still dripping down from like my staff as I'm as I'm casting Revivify. Um, so as that happens <clears throat> you see that like that starlight that golden starlight um, kind of move move towards Blossom's body uh, in this creature that is attacking cause you see a little something from from the depths it's it's mostly been this like um necrotic green color um you see a little bit of gold start to pull towards um and he he just lets out the snow and you watch his shadow goes and covers that spot that was slowly starting to move towards blossom and pull it back in mm. um and blossom's body remains lifeless would the spell slot have been used and the component be used or did he stop it before any of that can happen? Uh, the the component and the spell slot are used, yeah. Mm. Okay, so no diamond and spell slot used and no effect. Okay. Alright. Um, I'm still gonna cast the hex on him mm-hmm. if that's... Because uh, now I have one last spell slot technically after this. Okay. Yeah. Wait, because I casted Scry... No, I casted Scry, I casted Fly, I casted... Revivify. Revivify, <laughs> and Hex would be my last one, technically. Wait, yes. yeah. Scry, Fly, Revivify, Hex? <laughs> die! Yeah. It's die! I'm power kill! <laughs> Tricks all on you! Okay, let's go! <laughs> so wait, so Besky cast Revivify on Blossom and it just straight up didn't work? It started to pull something from this shadowy creature uh, that who was able to pull it pull it back, whatever this this right. golden energy was. Okay, all right. Are we uh, we gotta kill this thing then? I I don't know if I want to cast hex because it's my gonna be my last final spell and it doesn't seem to be kind of. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna forego doing that. I guess I have no more things to do on my turn just to keep stuff moving. Okay. Uh, all right. You can always cast hex later. So. Uh, and rain, it is your turn as you witness you witness Besky trying to cast this spell. Um, something affects this shadowy creature. This golden light starts to emerge from it, though it it covers itself with some of this this dark energy and and keeps it contained. Um, and as you kind of reawaken after being uh, healed by cause uh, on on top of this desk, uh, it is your turn. Um, yeah, I don't think Rain catches probably any of that um, as they're trying to kind of like blink back and, and, and come to. That's fair. Um, I honestly think probably the only thing that Rain is conscious of in those first few seconds is the voice that they heard, Kaz's voice, and they are going to... Wait, you said I, I'm i on the desk? I'm like laying on the desk or I'm yeah. on the floor? Desk. I'm on the desk, okay. Prone on the desk. Okay, I'm going to just instinctively kind of um, pull my hand up to my collar. um, And as I do so, the tattoo that I most recently gave myself, this uh, hand with an outstretched uh, grasp um, and this mode of fire begin to light up on my skin. And I think everyone in here suddenly catches that a very familiar scent of of scorched earth and leather uh, and a little bit of spice. I'm using my Asherin tattoo to cast fire shield on myself. Oh, nice. mm. um, so as I do so, uh, these very tiny motes of flame are just sort of orbiting my body. Um, 
Oh, no, it doesn't do anything yet, but I'm gonna cast Fire Shield on myself um, to give myself a little bit of a buffer. And um, I'm also going to get up with half of my movement um, and try to... This thing is in the middle of the room. Besky and Ariadne have just come in through the window. So is Kaz the only one still in the middle? Where's... Blossom was directly behind you um, when she went unconscious. Besky came in to cast Revivify on her. So Besky is right there as well. Um, this spirit went over towards Kaz, who's... So all of you are all within like a 10, 10 to 15 foot like circle. And then Ariadne's by the window um, casting spells. Okay. Then um, I'm going to... Uh, how does Kaz look? Are you injured? Uh, Kaz is looking pretty bad. He's got the same frozen necrotic uh, injuries that Rain had when they went down, and he's also been smacked upside the head a couple times. Okay. Then I think with whatever movement I have left, I'm just going to start heading in that direction and try to get within, f- at least get within five feet of Kaz. Just in yeah, that's case. that's definitely that's definitely okay. doable. Yeah. So I'm sort of hovering at, at shoulder level. Uh, like also looking pretty rough, but uh, just trying to get close enough just in case. And that is going to be my turn. Okay. Okay. And uh, cause it is your turn as you see these fiery wisps swirling around rain. So as I see these fiery wisps swirling around rain, I see uh, and cause sees Besky and Ariadne arrive and Ariadne arrives with this big flash of light and, you know, blasting this, this evil spirit. And Besky tries to revivify but it doesn't work. Blossom's soul apparently is bound to this weird evil spirit somehow. Uh, Kaz just looks this creature straight in the eye. Oh, looks like we've got ourselves another evil ghosty of the week. Oh, you think you're tough? We put down harder creatures than you when we were in grade school, and that's not an exaggeration. So do yourself a favor and crawl back into whatever filthy hole you crawled from, you pimply, pocked, puke bucket. In fact, no it. I'll put you back there myself. And with a rocking cord on the battle ukulele, cast Phantasmal Killer at 6th level. Holy shit. Oh, dang. Holy shit. So that is going to be a, make sure I get this right, a wisdom saving throw. And before you tell me whether it passes or fails, I do have the ability to uh, basically ping his saving save. So I'm going to try to make sure that he fails this. So I see that. I'm going to go ahead and uh, put on a, a minor chord on this uh, on this strum. And okay. I'm going to decrease the roll by 1d10. Okay. So nice. decrease by 7. seven. So a, a 10. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So that a 10, okay. a 10 is a fail. And so Phantasmal Killer at 6th level is going to be 60-10 damage, psychic damage. So that's 25 points of psychic damage. In addition, uh, he's frightened, uh, and he is surrounded by an illusion manifesting its deepest fears. We don't get to see what they are. It's only visible to him, uh, or, or it, this creature, whatever it is, whatever this evil spirit is, whatever this evil spirit is afraid of, it is surrounded by an illusion that manifests in its mind. So wherever it looks, left, right, center, it's surrounded by a manifestation of its deepest fears. Amazing. And this lasts for one minute. Okay. Oh my God. And uh, uh, this thing has a lot of condition immunities. Frightened isn't one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And, and, And just to put a cherry on top, at the end of each turn, at the end of each of its turns, it's going to make that save again. If it fails, it's going to keep taking this damage. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so your turn is over. So it is its turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you watch as you as you cast this this. Um, you all feel this energy coming from cause this. I mean, a six level spell is a big spell. Um, you see this thing that has been. At least in, you've only it's only been here for twelve seconds essentially, right? But has been confident and and honestly terrifying. 
Um, you watch as it starts to look around. Um, it doesn't have any like facial muscles. It's just a skeleton, but just the movements of it are, are jerky and looking and it keeps backing away. Um, moving you see it's it's shadows swirling no no it can't be you can't be here why how, how did you find me um mm. um Shit. and Oops. it's getting juicy now Oops. Oops. <laughs> uh i need a name real quick <laughs> uh, and then you watch as it kind of fades into shadow and and disappears essentially into the shadows of the room uh, you can't see it specifically. You don't know if it's gone. You do at least right. initially here. No, no, I have to get away. I have to get away. Do I see it? No. Okay. Uh, I do have a question because I forgot about this is a thing that I can do. Okay. Uh, without using a spell slot. Okay. Can I still be able to cast uh, Tasha's otherworldly guys? Because I didn't know that busted spell was a bonus action. Oh my god. I don't. I don't believe so because you casted a leveled spell. I think you'd have to cast a cantrip. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. You're good. Oh my uh, gosh. Uh, do you have material cost also? Oh, it does. That's why it's so mm-hmm. awesome. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of gold and platinum on the ground. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I oh trust. And, uh, don't worry. <laughs> trust in don't us worry. to loot this boat. The last thing you hear is, "It's back to hiding. I won't be found." Uh, so you watch as it get, it like absorbs into one of the shadows from uh, the curtains. Uh, as as the sun is sun is slowly rising, the mist outside is slowly burning off. Um, there's light coming in from the curtains, uh, creating a shadow. You watch as this almost like amorphous figure that has looked humanoid in part absorbs itself into this shadow. Um, you watch the shadow grow darker momentarily. Um, it doesn't move naturally as as it should with the wind um, for a split second. Um, and then it goes back to normal as you hear that, that, that voice. And it is Ariadne's turn. Uh, Ariadne um, is torn between rushing to Blossom's side and this spirit. Um, and I think... Well, and you can't see the spirit anymore. Oh, we can't see the spirit. Um, so Ariadne is very torn between rushing to Blossom's side and this thing. I can't see the spirit, correct? Correct. It just sort of faded into the shadows. And just faded into the shadows. Okay. Um, I'll try that then. Um, I think seeing this thing disappear... Uh, Assuming it's gone, uh, Ariadne just kind of cries out and rushes to Blossom's side. And I am putting in, I know it's pointless, but she is putting in um, her full uh, healing hands, just kind of pressing it into her chest and lighting up her body a little bit. Yeah. Uh, as, as that healing energy, as you try to push that into, <clears throat> into Blossom, uh, Right when you touch her, her skin feels cold, which anytime you've normal <laughs> t- touched her skin that has been normal recently. Uh, mm. uh, as that that warm healing light transfers from you into her, her skin momentarily warms up and then instantly goes cold again. Her body doesn't move. I I, I don't know what happened. I she should be fine. She wasn't hit. That creature, that evil spirit, it's got a hold of her somehow. It, it, it came from her. It came from her eyes and her mouth. And it's got a hold of her. We need to find it. Are we out of initiative at this point, Stephen? Uh, no, it is Besky's turn. Okay. After that small little uh, interaction. You got it. Okay. Uh, it is my turn. It is shadowy mode. Sicko mode. Get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to cast a whack-ass spell. God, this sucks. More like timings don't work out well. It's bad. I'm going to cast light on my spear. Okay. See if we can find find this thing. Or at least, like, let us know when it's trying to come towards us. Because, like, one of the worst things is, like, we don't know where it is. And it knows where mm-hmm. we are. And so, like, trying to level that playing field, I'll, I'll cast uh, light in that fashion. I think I'm going to... Healing light as a bonus action. No, bonus action. 
Okay. Uh, so who? I mean, if I say who looks worse, <laughs> I mean, Blossom Bla- uh, looks sorry. the worst. <laughs> Rain, Rain looks the worst, but we know that nothing's gonna happen if I go heal them because they are kind of not. We can't heal pump as much stuff. And how does Kaz? Oh, Kaz looking pretty busted. He's got. Uh, you'd say he's looking like thirty-two out of eighty-seven <laughs> percent. Okay. Um. So I think I'm just gonna put four healing stars and or healing light into cause uh, here. So that uh, is mid uh, eleven points of healing your way. Okay. And then yeah, so that's it. I cast the light spell. After casting the light spell, I point the spear over to cause, and some stars are gonna travel. Some stars and some crimson drops will travel its way over to him. Okay. Give me give me a perception check real quick, Michael, and then Ooh. Ian, I had forgot to roll at the end of his at the end of the shadow creature's turn. Uh no, it's it, it's actually fine because I got so excited when casting the spell, I forgot that the save and the damage happen on its turn, not when I cast oh, okay. it. So okay. it works out. Don't worry about it. Perfect. Okay. Five. Five? Okay, yeah, you don't you don't notice anything in the shadows. Sounds like <laughs> uh Rain, it is your turn. Uh, okay. I'm going to, uh, I think I'm kind of picking up on what Besky's putting down with casting light and, and sort of looking around. So I'm going to follow suit. Um, and I'm going to, uh, in a 20 foot cube, sort of in the direction we saw it disappear. Uh, I'm going to cast fairy fire and mm. see if it catches on anything. Nice. Uh, so it's a dex saving throw. Okay. Um, as as you cast that, um, the ship lights up. Um, the curtains, any little like utensils and and whatnot. Um, but nothing, nothing appears in that in that cube. Okay. Hmm. Captain of the ship's like, is that the signal? <laughs> Fire! <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think with that, uh, Rain will sort of finally pipe up. I, I, I don't think they're here anymore. We should get out of here. Okay. And I'm going to start making my way towards the exit, because fuck all of this. Cause. Mm-hmm. But Rain, the treasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot I need money now. Can someone grab some? I can literally lift, like, two coins. Sorry, um, but Rain, Blossom, we can't leave her like this. Also, the treasure. <laughs> oh, that t- and that also. Listen, I can listen. <laughs> um, so with that, with that spell that Rain casts, um, after they cast that spell, it's pretty clear to cause that this creature has jetted. It's not on this ship anymore. Uh, why don't you roll a perception check? Why don't I roll a perception check? I guess that's also the assumption I'm operating under, given that I can't see it with blindsight or fairy fire. Rain is under the impression they're no longer on this plane or in this location. What's your blindsight radius? Ten, ten feet. Uh, all right. Uh, perception 21 and causes moving around, uh, taunting this creature. Like, come out, come out, wherever you are. <laughs> I think with your perception, you hear you hear its voice still panicking. Um Though it sounds like it's gone either below deck or it's not, it's not in this immediate room. Uh, Kaz shares information with the party. Oh no, it's still here. It's below deck, and it causes going to. If there's a staircase, causes going down it. If there isn't, causes waiting for someone to blast a hole in the floor. Yeah, there's not. There's not a. There's not a stairway. (laughs) There's not a stairway in the room you were in. You would have to go out onto the onto the main deck to try to find it. Yeah, Kaz is going to go out into the main deck looking for a stairwell down, and we'll communicate as much to the party. Okay. Yeah. If if you're using your regular movement, you can get basically to the um, the top of a of a stairwell that's sort of in the in the middle of the deck. Mm-hmm. If you if you dash, you can get down a, down a level. Um, I've used an action to make a perception check, so I cannot dash. Okay. Perfect. But I've moved as far as I can go. <clears throat> okay. Uh, it is its turn. Um. Cause, give me one more perception check, real quick. Uh, sure. That is a seven. Okay. As you as you run down these stairs, um, 
you heard you heard its whisp it's like whisper or not not whispering it's it's fear continually talking and panicking uh, as it shifted through these shadows it seems um, as you get down you lose any sound of it um, you do know that it is much darker down here below deck um, Kaz does have 60 foot dark vision if that helps at all uh, no it that that one. it's it's more it's more observing that there is not much light down here so gotcha. there's lots of shadows if it can enter shadows light light I need a light um and then it needs to make a is the, oh no I made another wisdom save for it so uh, a twelve that is that is a fail so it is continually racked by nightmares as it's of whatever whatever or whoever it's horrified of and it takes another twenty two points of psychic damage at the end of its turn jeez dang. It's not called. It's not called phantasmal, uh, you know, injurer or phantasmal <laughs> inc- uncomfortable. It's phantasmal killer. <laughs> you, you're gonna die. Yeah. So uh, as you run down, you hear that voice sort of trail off. It's almost like it. It's almost like it cuts off abruptly. Um, you don't see any of the shadows differently or anything like that. But it's quiet. And I will say now, we can drop out of initiative. All right. Uh, I will go to where causes. Yeah, I'll follow. I'm also going to cast Cure Wounds on myself because I'm still looking pretty rough. <laughs> uh, as you as you get down below deck, um, the thing that the three of you notice is similarly to above deck, this boat is pristine. Um, everything is where it should be, uh, with the um, exception of in the uh, galley on one of the tables. There are four partially eaten meals. Mm. Kaz puts his hands over the food. Is it still warm? Oh no. no, no. Does it look like old food, or does it look like fresh, like freshly partially eaten, or like partially eaten and then years have passed? You would you would guess that it's been a couple days. Okay, okay, okay. Four people were here eating a meal a couple days ago. Looks like. And Kaz will strike a torch to better investigate the shadows of this room. He's still very intent on finding this creature, uh, believing that it's somehow got Blossom's soul in a, inside of it somehow. It's like, yeah. It's been more than five minutes of us ex- trying to find it and not be able to find it. I'm going to go back to Blossom's uh, body and pick it up and fireman carry it. Well, and, and Ariadne, what are you doing? as they're exploring. I had a weird idea. Um, Cos, can you roll damage for me again? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, 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 nice. God damn. <laughs> 39 damn. points of damage. That's wow. a lot of damn. That's above average. 39 points of psychic damage. Uh, it, it can't take much more of that. <laughs> good. That's what I'm hoping to hear. <laughs> Um, I'm, I, I apologize. What were you saying you were doing here? Oh, no, you're fine. I have a weird idea. So it has not been 10 rounds yet, so I can still have time to do it. I love it. Um, I have a new spell called Soul Borrowing, and I would like to try and cast it on Blossom's body. What I have in mind is, like, it by, by the definition, like, it can't let me do certain things, but it's kind of giving me like an overview of their character sheet in my head. Mm -hmm. And Ariadne is searching for what the fuck connected the two of them together, the spirit and the the body. Mm. Like if there was an ability or something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. That is so sick. That's really cool. Where Um, Where is that even from? I imagine uh, Steven gave it to me. I think it's deep magic. Oh, uh, kobold, yeah. That's pretty deep. It's mm-hmm. deep. So, so as you as you cast this spell, Ariadne, um, and you try to connect with Blossom's soul, it feels like it's it feels like you're looking through into a shattered mirror, um. Where where there's bits and pieces of blossom that you remember that you don't remember, but there's big gaps and there's like there's things that should be there that shouldn't be. Um, there is um, there is a 
hollowness to it where you can't necessarily pick out where she was you, or who, who like that innate soul that you're trying to touch you can only pick out different pieces of it maybe maybe for a moment for a moment you feel like this deep understanding of of languages and and words you sense this connection very and that goes away and then and then you sense this connection almost like you're looking again you're looking into this like broken mirror where there's pieces and you're seeing things in a warped sense um specifically this connection with with undeath almost as though that it's an obsession and this knowledge floods your mind for a moment and then as you continue to look around in this soul almost in your mind's eye that's all all that knowledge goes away really quick so it's almost like these little glimpses mm-hmm. and pieces of of a broken soul that if you could focus and get all of it together you could see the whole blossom but something's keeping it apart mm, okay okay that makes a lot of sense um let me do this one more time oh my god a nine can you roll that damage again yes again? that's what i want to hear 31 points big damn, of big damn. damage big damn big damn oh, i love big it damn. i love it i love it some serious damn damn now, if there's no longer a valid target because it's dead, I will stop concentrating on the spell, and I'll know it. Well, you're you're still concentrating on the spell. Damn! This is the uh, milkiest spell. <laughs> milkiest? Yeah, you're I'm, milking. I'm, I'm, mil- I'm milking over here. <laughs> Listen, do it. Somebody has to. But yeah, as you as you look below deck, um, the three of you, um, as time passes, there's this was clearly a merchant ship. Um, so there's a lot of like boxes and things like that. Um, why don't each of you who is looking through there roll me a D100? I'm looking with with Blossom on me. You know, that's that's. You know. Well, I mean, you said you said you had you you were gonna give it five minutes to look and. Oh okay, so you know, like Biggie, give me the loot. <laughs> <laughs> I got an 88. 88. Okay, so for an 88, this is not going to help you very much, but uh, you find these strange strange glasses um, with sort of these oversized lenses that seal to your um, your face cause. Um, when oh. you put them on, it looks exactly like uh, when you look in the dark anyways, so it doesn't do much, but you do find some goggles of night. <laughs> um, Yay! I, 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 I tossed them. Oh, to excuse my... me. I, 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 I didn't read it all the way. Uh, if you already have dark vision, it increases your range by sixty feet. Okay. So. Cause will investigate this one. Well, actually, you know what? The cause is like I'm looking for something that's hiding in the dark. Excellent. And puts them right on. Who knows if they're cursed or not? What did you roll, Michael? Thirty-one. Uh, you find a yellowish liquid. In a in a little a small bottle that has an eyeball bobbing within it. Mm, yum. I'll go into some soup. <laughs> <laughs> and were you were you looking as well, Chris? Yes, I rolled an eleven. An eleven. Uh, you find a superior potion of healing. Oh, okay. Mm. Neat. Uh, and then Ariadne, if while you're in there with um. Blossom's body uh, scattered on the ground is 15 platinum and 37 gold. Oh, okay. Inside of her soul, that's cool. Yeah, as you're looking around in her soul, you're like, uh, take that. Mm, yeah, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, take that, take that. Thank you. No, as as the spell ends and you're waiting with Blossom's body. Okay. So as the four of you come back together into the captain's quarters, uh, what are you doing? Still, still looking for this creature. Um, Craning, craning my senses now with this these new goggles of night, uh, taunting it, uh, even trying to, uh, yeah, just 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 try very much trying to find this creature. I'm, and I'm gonna go get Blossom's body. Ian, can you roll damage for me one more time? Yes, I can. This is forbidden milk. This is unreal. Thirty nine. Let's go. So good. Oh Your concentration breaks on the spell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
how much damn was that? It was like almost like 180. Oh my God, like let's 100. see here. Just paladin smite levels, yeah. It's oh like 180. It was. Yeah, I'll add it up it's here. Like, I'll add it up. 150 or 180 of damn. Damn. So, Kaz shares that information. Well, whatever, it, whatever it is, and whatever it was, it's gone now. And, and, and looks at Blossom. Kaz looks directly at Blossom as if he expects her to just, like, pop back to life. Like, this creature, whatever it was, it's dead. And it came out of Blossom and she died. So now that it's dead, he's, like, waiting for, like, the soul, like, like you know, whatever. Some, some kind of physical manifestation of her soul going back into her body. And he has this, like, bright look on his face like he's waiting for it to happen. It's going to happen any moment now. Uh, yeah, I think even Ariadne does the same thing. Um, but like after like a probably like a long thirty second minute pause, um, mm-hmm. she puts her arm on causes and is uh, I, I I know why she's not waking up. It's it's like he shattered her. No, it's a jigsaw puzzle in there. I well, now it's dead, so she'll come back together. I right? just g- give her a moment. You know, maybe she's tired. I'd be tired. <laughs> I mean, right? You keep waiting. And, and, and Kaz is, yeah, is just waiting. And that waiting, yeah, turns to... This this whole time while they're being expectant, I kind of know the transition and all that stuff. And my face has already been long. Like, I've just... Kind of, like, not out of it, but uh, just solemn in the sense of just, like, sad. Mm-hmm. Rain? Uh, I mean, Rain has no, no content. I, mean, I really don't understand anything that's happening here. So I think I'm just sort of... Uh, probably, honestly, probably sat back down on that same desk and I'm just trying to kind of collect myself and, uh, check on Colonel. Actually, Colonel was still with Cause, so I'm probably hovering near Cause now trying to get into your pockets to check on Colonel. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> um. I'm not saying it's hopeless. I'm saying she's, she's in there. I felt her. And Kaz will go over to to Blossom's body, looking at her face. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry I didn't give you a fair shake when you were alive. You're you're one of the best of us. Oh, oh, Blossom. As he was starting to talk to Blossom, I'm going to put her down on a... Are we in the, the captain's quarters still? Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to brush everything to the, off the side, off the captain's desk, and just put her put her there and make her comfortable. Um, if there's like some sort of like pillow or some sort of like garment or something or the other, I'm just going to rest it under her, her head. And uh, I'm going to go towards the door of the where we are and just kind of keep it open and vigilant. You stare out and just make sure that you know there we saw four bowls, so that's that's what I'm doing while we're all kind of sitting here. Besky, you see the uh, the scorned and scant uh, pull up alongside. Uh, some of the crew throws ropes out, like grappling hooks, essentially uh, to pull up alongside. Uh, uh, so I, I wave towel over and just tell him. Um, be mindful how you investigate um, this whole area. Um, I think there's some stuff to be taken, but I think there still might be three unknown um, entities. So be careful. Um, and it's after uh, if you get everything from value, we can probably figure out how to divide it up, but Blossom Blossom didn't make it. He goes from this sort of inquisitive, like trying to figure out what's happening on the ship, um, and and his face gets solemn for a minute and says, um, I'm sorry. Yeah. I think there's a chance we can figure out how to bring them back. Um, but we haven't figured out that puzzle yet. So yeah, the crew can kind of give us some space. Of course. That'd be nice. Uh, when we get to Nairine, uh maybe you uh, you lot might want to talk to uh, Captain Audie. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, he uh, just quickly kind of puts a hand on your shoulder, sort of like in a that sucks sort of a way, uh, and then goes back to the crew and starts telling them what what to get, what to bring on board and stuff. The, this crew seems pretty efficient, as though maybe they have looted a ship or two in their life. Um, <laughs> Actually, well... Tal goes back, and I'll just go back to him real quick. I'll just, be, I'll just say, because, like, I know as a party, what we like, or as, like, even adventurers, like, items are more important than, like, the gold mm. and all that stuff. Although that's important, too. Um, I'll probably just say, you know, uh, if you can hide the items from the crew, but, like, the gold and stuff we can discuss later. Because I would, ra- I, I don't know for the rest of the party, but I feel like if there's like items and stuff, we'd rather kind of get those and then figure out how to divvy up the money while we don't get as much of that portion of the money. They can get more of that portion yeah. of the money. But yeah, we'll definitely share and share like with uh, the crew because uh, we don't want them to murder us. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, yeah. I'm not saying that, that they're thinking about that, but in the same time, it's like, what is a crew member going to do with like the goggles you got? Like, you know, in their everyday lives, like it's cool and all, but like, do they? You'd rather have money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he says. He says. Yeah. We'll. Uh, we'll take care of it. Um, we do everything uh, fairly equally in terms of who who needs what. We try to give it to who needs what the most. So um, if there are things that would aid you in whatever crazy shit you <laughs> lauder into, um, that's us. We'll, we'll do our best to help you out. And, and I am sorry. Loss is hard. I want to go back to the group. But yeah, so the, the four of you are in this cabin. The wind is kind of picking up, uh, blowing through this broken glass window. Uh, you're surrounding Blossom's lifeless body. Rain is definitely Ooh. as far away from this body as possible. Mm-hmm. I want nothing to do with this, honestly. Like... Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm just on the other side of the room. I don't want to be anywhere near this situation right now. Why, why is that? She almost killed me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair play, yeah. Oh, Blossom did. That's true. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she did. Yeah. So, um, just, and again, probably mostly distracted by making sure Colonel is okay and just kind of trying to come down to earth. So it's more of just a off just a little bit, not trying to engage directly with talking to this dead body. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Whatever we're doing. Yeah. Uh, and Colonel, you find Colonel in one of Kaz's pockets who, who crawls back to you. Um, doesn't really say much, but sort of gives you a, a little, like, gecko-y sort of hug where... It's more of a security blanket yeah. thing. I just need to hold him. Yeah. I just need to hold him in my hands and everything's gonna be it's like okay. A gecko, it's, like, it's a gecko boa. <laughs> Nice. It's like a weighted blanket, but it's a tiny lizard on my neck. The other three of you. Hmm. Oh, I will just pick up Blossom's body off of the captain's desk and um, trying to figure out where we should put that on the other ship. Um, Maybe one of the empty bunks, not in the same room that we sleep, but like maybe the room next door or something. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, if there's a private quarters uh, that's on the ship, put their body there. Yeah. And while everything's going on, I'm just going to sit in that room for a bit while everyone else is figuring out what they're doing. I'm just going to close the door in that private mm-hmm. quarters. And uh, she's going to be wrapped up at this point. Like, I'll do all the proper things you should do. Um, and I'm just going to be sitting against the the wall. Uh the door closed and kind of just just there totally yeah and and Tal kind of gives you a space uh, in one of these other rooms um, for for you all to use Ariadne or cause um so she's she's gone but not not completely gone she's 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 not gone everything is there it's just it's like continents Go on. And they're stuck there. The water's keeping them apart. So we need to find a way to get rid of the water. Yeah, figuring out what the water is. 
uh, you know, you're you're definitely more versed in this stuff than I am. Could you put it a little more simpler? What do you mean we don't know what the water is? I mean, we just killed the water, right? It was that was that evil spirit, whatever it was that was inside Blossom's head. We we killed it, so that was the water. I don't think it's that simple. I think maybe you're right, but we still have to put everything back together. Ah, uh, where's the rest of her then? It's all in there. It's all in there. It's just separated. It's bits and pieces. So we've got... So we've got all the pieces. We just need to put them back together. Maybe. I I don't know. I... That's the only thing I can think of. (sighs) And Kaz stamps his feet in frustration and sits down in a chair, kind of like folds his arms up, grumbles a bit. I don't think we should worry until we have to. I run away to Noreen, run away to the library. Maybe there's something there. I think it, we have well well enough cause to worry at this point. Hey, what's that? I, I'm I'm just saying. I'm I just whatever we're de- we obviously don't know what we're dealing with. Um, That's always been true. And. In this situation, it might literally be the devil you don't know. I almost died because of a secret she's keeping. She could have killed all of us. Well, I mean... Do we have any idea what we're, what, what we're up against here? Is this the same or is it different than what we're already trying to do? Well, I mean... True. She... I mean, and who knows if she was keeping a secret or not, right? I mean, we don't know what she knew and what she didn't She do. was talking to it. I remember right before I went out, she was speaking with it like she knows it. And that doesn't mean she knew what it was. All I think all of us here are guilty at one point or another of talking to things that we didn't know what they were. Of course, everyone has imaginary friends. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that that's not the case, but what I'm saying is... And I think all of us make sometimes deals or bargains with people that we don't really understand what we're getting into. That doesn't mean that she did a baddie. And I don't think she was ever trying to hurt any of us. And yes. I'm not saying that she was trying to hurt any of us, but she did. Uh, no disagreement. I'm trying to figure out what we are even de- dealing with here. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. We all have secrets. All of us have secrets. And I think Ariane kind of looks at Rain like, we, we just recently found out that you are sort of a dragon or like something weird is going, you know, like, Rain ain't innocent, you know? No, yeah, I don't, well, yes. What? Kaz is actually a surprise here, Ariane, they say that because like, he knows I that, know. he, he knows so that mine. Rain has secrets <laughs> and he knows that he has secrets. Rain doesn't have any secrets. Well, not anymore. That she knows about. Everybody discovered everything alongside them. Oh, Rain found out at the same time. The transformation happened. Every time something came up, Rain either went to Ariadne or Besky or Kaz for help. Rain has never... Uh, I see, I see, I see. Oh, see, I thought I thought Rain knew the information. So, yes, there was changes and things that, like, developed, but... but yeah, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I see, I see, I see. I, Chris, knew that information, but Rain didn't know oh, anything until it was already Rain happening. didn't know. Uh, point, point, point. I mean, all of us have had secrets that we've kept, either intentionally or unintentionally. I mean, I certainly never came clean with everything that I've had to deal with. I didn't didn't think y'all needed to know until we started making our way to Noreen. And then you did need to know. Uh, and and who knows? Maybe she did try to tell us. We just didn't understand her, right? She did. Did I ever reveal the poem? I think you shared it with Besky. Besky, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, Rain, I know I know that that I know that, that blast of necrotic and cold damage hurt all of us. And I know it hurt you most of all. But that, what are you saying? That we shouldn't try to at least see if we can help? No, I've never said anything like that. I'm just saying, Ariadne said we have no cause to worry. I think we have all the cause in the world uh, to worry. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely in agreement on that. I, I've, we have no idea what we're dealing with. And 
Yes, we've all made mistakes. That's not the issue here. But the issue is that we might be better equipped to help if we actually knew what was going on. Well... We're fumbling around in the dark because somebody just elected not to tell us something. And it could have cost us our lives. I don't think that's okay. If we're going to risk our lives, I, I mean, I would want you to be able to trust me. I wouldn't ask you to do anything that I, I wouldn't do for you. It's not, it's not about not doing something. It's just, I don't, I don't understand. Cause much like the person who plays him is very much, is very impacted by the last person who spoke and turns to Ariadne and says, oh, well, they do have a point. I mean, maybe, maybe we, we, we shouldn't just, we shouldn't just rush off into something we don't know what we're getting into. And, and, and maybe we could practice a bit more care. I mean, how would we even put the pieces back together? And, and if, and if we did, what if we did it wrong? What if we put it, the wrong pieces back together and brought that spirit back or something worse? Sometimes we know things about ourselves that if we say them out loud, they become real. I don't know if you, if you knew that you were connected to the dragons before we all did. I don't know if I knew that. I don't know if I could tell you. Are you saying I should have kept it a secret? No, I'm saying if I were in your shoes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to believe it. If I keep it a secret, it means somebody else knowing makes it real. I see. Okay, so Ariane, I mean, real quick, well, I, I'm <laughs> just, just checking in, right? Bard senses are tingling. I don't think we're talking about Blossom anymore. I'm talking about all of us. Awful things happen to us every day. Right, right. I could have just pretended that I woke up in the desert one day, and here I am, and I forget about my homeland, and I go on living here forever, and I forget all my friends and all my family. That's true. You, you... I could have kept that secret. It's easier that way. You don't have to deal with things. It doesn't hurt as much. Well, why didn't you? Because I was lonely and afraid. Well, I think, I think that we might be saying things a little bit differently, but I think we all have the right idea that we're going to be trying in some way to get Blossom back. I mean, death is one thing, but to have your, your, your soul split up and fractured and mixed in with that darkness, whatever that evil was, that's, uh, that's no death at all. That's just torture. And we can't, li- we can't leave her to be tortured. And, and Rain, you're right. Just because we're going in to save somebody doesn't mean we throw all caution to the wind and uh, put ourselves in more danger than we even know what to do with. So maybe, and Ariana, you're right too. You know, we're on our way to Noreen and there's lots of magic and scholars there, priests maybe, folks who might know things about this more than we do. So we don't have to figure it all out ourselves. Right, and, and we'll talk about it. Be honest with each other, and, and and I'll keep secrets, even if they do make the world a scarier place. I don't think we should do nothing. I think we should try to help. That's what we've always done. I don't want Blossom to suffer. All I'm saying is this is only going to get harder and scarier, and it makes no sense to go arm in arm with people that you can't trust. Well, when, when, if, uh, I won't even say if, I'll say when, when we get, uh, get, get Blossom all put back together, we'll, we'll, we'll let her know. No more secrets. Sound right? Um, Rain, uh, I think their, their face is sort of fixed into this very passive, very blank, um, expression, um, uh, but they'll just kind of shrug and nod. Cause definitely has resting awkward smile. <laughs> We're all friends, right? <laughs> oh boy! Please, please. So I think I smell biscuit cooking something. Oh. Cooking misery. <laughs> <laughs>
I guess too, like I'll leave the room that I'm in uh, with with Blossom and I'm actually gonna grab like a mug from the galley and put, dip the mug in, in some of the, the whiskey that we have on board and, and then go back in the room. It's kind of a, a lock yourself with your emotions. <laughs> and, oh no. And don't do this at, at home, kids. Uh, <laughs> Wait, is that, but, yeah. are, you, are you dipping your mug into Bumble's barrel? Oh. <laughs> yeah, probably the, the bumble. Uh, season just, to perfection. <laughs> yeah, bumble um, Which I think, um, kind of following Besky's lead, how as the four, or as Ariadne and Cause and Rain and that conversation, what do each of you do? Kind of, almost like cinematically, each of you kind of going and dealing with this as kind of a a closing moment. Um, Ariadne gets up to leave and she is going to grab, um, clean water and towels and quietly knocks on the door of Blossom's room and peeks her head in and I figured we should clean her up yeah yeah sure uh, I'll set aside the mug and reach for a rag yeah they'll just start dabbing the blood off of Blossom I'll still use the light off my staff I've been just can trap can tripping that so that's the light that we have in the room and like look towards that 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 spear and, and back and forth between like <laughs> cleaning Blossom just trying to find the the meaning in everything. Um, and I'll kind of give like a vulnerable smile over to uh, Ariadne and sort of be happy uh, that she's there. Uh, this one's this one's hard. Um, I, I was remembering that she looked up to me. We all do. Yeah, but it was like, you know, it was like a, someone in school. Like, it was someone in school who like looked up to me. I know some people look up to me because of um, I'm a prince and various other things. But this was just like a an adoration or like someone that you think is cool in school. And well, yeah. And that's kind of, I'll, I'll let that fall and, and, and just keep doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just going to sit Shiva, I guess. Yeah. Rain or cause? Um, I think Rain is probably going to... They've, they've been up there on and off, but I think tonight is definitely a crow's nest kind of a night. Um, I think they are just trying to process. Um, and I think um, as the day kind of goes on, they uh, they stay up there with Colonel and there's um, it's just that anxiety ridden contemplation, that barrage of questions you ask yourself in the dark. Um, like and maybe some of them are a little bit like out loud and snippets and, and then some of them are in their head. They don't realize they're speaking out loud, but it's just sort of a this this marquee this like stream of consciousness of of self-doubt and confusion um thinking about like how far they have strayed from their original goal and you know am i doing it wrong am i supposed to not tell everybody what i'm doing ashrin's dead now blossom's dead are we next who's next is there any way to stem this? Are we all just going to die? Does it matter? And that's sort of where they're spending their the next day or so. Uh, Chris, would you be would you be amenable to Cos coming up and joining them in the crow's nest after they've had some time to to contemplate? Sure. Yeah. After, as the as the night drags on, and the you know, crews unloading all the treasure and leaving the. The, the, the fateful ship behind where, where Blossom died or where 
Blossom Blossom's body fell down. Uh, Cos makes his way up to the crow's nest to join uh, join Rain and uh, ask them uh, they think you'll be alright with some company? Oh, sure, yes. Uh, yes, I'll scoot over even though there's plenty of room and there's absolutely no need for me to make room for you. Cos <laughs> Gets in the crow's nest after a bit of a shuffle. Uh, it's a little awkward for him, and sits down next to sits down next to Rain. And, you know that 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 conversation of like, what does it all mean? Like, are we straying from the path? Like, are we doing the right thing? And Kaz relates. You know, ever since we left the academy, we've just just sort of following whatever is our next best lead, but. You know, Malvaris is out there, and 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 so are the other, uh, the other other dark gods, and I don't know. Definitely steps closer to to figuring out what they're up to. Or, I mean, we killed Don Jarius, sort of, sort of, sort of. I'm not convinced he's going to stay dead, but nah, he's dead, hundred percent now. I don't know for sure. It, it it rather feels like a lot, doesn't it? It seems like the more we travel, the bigger the world gets. Uh, and the more we learn, the more we learn about all the things that are trying to kill us. Yeah. And will we achieve any of our goals before we all die? Well. Or is this inevitable? Is fate real? The great dwarven scholar, famous amongst my people, he, he does say... That will all die with a to-do list. There's no avoiding it. But, uh, you know, we, we have to pick and choose our battles here while we have the time to do it. That's true, I suppose. Are we picking the right battles? I, I have mentioned that there's, like, a, you know, dwarven assassins out to kill me, right? I've told you that, right? Um... I think you muttered something about it when you were carrying on with that knife. You were having a bit of a... You were in a bit of a mood. I didn't want to interrupt. Yeah, well, uh, what you said really... Uh, I heard it, you know? We shouldn't be keeping secrets from each other, and uh, you're right. It's, uh, it's a hard enough world as it is with us without everyone trying to do everything on their own. So, uh, you know, just want to at least make sure that, that was clear. I mean, they're, they're coming, and they'll, they'll probably try to kill me and... Anyone who's associated with me, but uh, they haven't found me yet, so just okay. You know, just throw that out there, in case it wasn't clear. Sure, that's fine. Um, okay. Well, uh, neat. Um, okay. I'm fine with this information. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't mean that something bad should happen to anyone who doesn't feel safe. To say what's going on with them, I, and I again, I don't, I don't think we should do nothing, but I, I do think we should. It just seems like it is worse when we don't have all the information. <laughs> it's better when we have more information, and it's even better if maybe that information is not being concealed intentionally. <sighs> maybe we could put everything on the table, you know, Ariadne, Besky, and. And, and just, just, just maybe if we if we just put it all out in front of ourselves, maybe we'd find that we have more. Well, maybe less to do than we realize. Maybe a lot of the things we we need to do just actually aren't aren't too different, right? I mean, like, what if what if uh, freeing Blossom's soul and defeating Malvaris? What if that was you know, like together somehow? I don't know. I mean, that would save us time. Yeah. And if it's not, that's it's. That's what I'm saying. It just seems like there's more threats out there than there are um, non-threats. Maybe that's glass half empty. But we just the glass just got shattered, so uh, you know I'm just sort of trying to make sense of it all. Oh. I guess uh, I guess we don't have to worry about too much for the next few days. I mean, what's the worst that could happen between here and Noreen? Yeah, I just like I just like fourth wall stare into the invisible camera, a la Jim of the Office. Like, you've got to be kidding me! <laughs> <laughs> so, as as the two of you are are sitting in the crow's nest and um, it's becoming night, they've gotten everything off of the the ship. There's a, a few barrels um, 
that look to be of gunpowdery nature uh, that they leave on, on the deck and start sailing off. And uh, there's one of the members of the crew fires off a lit arrow. Um, and you watch as that ship catches fire. The barrels burst uh, as apparently Tao has decided that a ship that is at the bottom of the ocean is no longer a threat. And so as rain and cause, as you sit watching this this ship burn, we're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Fae Forge Academy. Hey, thanks so much for attending the Fae Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy, uh, And also stop by Greenleaf Geek which is at GreenleafGeek on Twitter and Instagram or GreenleafGeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code FAYFORGE on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fandamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at O Adelaide. Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitch. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faithforge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. Fantasmal tickler. Um, <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. I want this. Where do I pay for that? Where do I, I, where do I pay for that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Excuse me. laughs>